Hello, my wonderful people. Have you ever wanted to take one of your critics and <laughs> do what I call punching them in the face with a chair? Sometimes people just go at us. Sometimes we've done something. Most often we are just being ourselves, doing whatever it is that we want to do. Shooting videos, people criticize. You show up in an outfit, people criticize. You do or do not do a certain thing, people criticize. But here's the thing. As annoying as those critics may be, the best thing for you to do is to give them absolutely this much airtime. Because the more airtime you give to a critic, the more, um, the more power you actually give them. The more you replay what they've said in your head, the more you are actually being sucked down their drama path and you're worrying about them. And so when you are spending your time worrying about other people, worrying about your critics, whether they've actually come out and said something or you're imagining that they're going to criticize you, I try, I try so hard to get people to shoot videos. Video marketing is absolutely the future of all marketing. By the end of 2019, it's going to be the number one thing you see in your newsfeed, and yet people don't do it. And the most common reason people don't do something like that is they're afraid of critics. They're afraid of people who are gonna make fun of them. They're afraid that they're gonna come off sounding like they don't know what they're talking about. Or someone's going to say, well, you know, everybody knows that, why on earth are you sharing that, right? It's common knowledge. Meanwhile, it's not common knowledge. It might be common knowledge among your peers, but it's not necessarily common knowledge among your prospects and your customers. So, you know, so those are the kinds of things that they hold us back. But here are two things about critics. And I was talking to my son about it this morning. Um, he is actually, he said, he's always doing something. And his latest thing that he's doing is he's building, um, his friends are building a video game and he is creating the musical score. So I'm like, cool. He's 13. Why not? Like, I, and I, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. He's telling me all these apps that he's using and it's great. And he's, and I said to him, I said, you know what? Never stop creating Zach because you've got a gift and everyone has a special gift. And oftentimes we hold back on that gift because we're afraid of critics. Um, and most often the critics are just an imagine, an imaginary critic, something that, you know, we think people are going to talk about us. We think that this is going to be a conversation people are going to have behind our backs. Meanwhile, people are like eating pizza and drinking beer and, and not really thinking about you that much, but I digress. So the two things that I told my son this morning about critics, one is, and I've said this before, if you don't have critics, you're playing it too safe. If you don't have people who are commenting on what you're doing, maybe they're disagreeing with what you're doing or they're having a debate with you because they have a different opinion, you're not doing enough. You are playing it too safe, you're not putting yourself out there and you're not gonna grow. So if you're just afraid of doing things because you think someone's not gonna like it, then you are doing not only, think about it this way, you're not only doing yourself a disservice because you're not sharing your knowledge and the helpfulness that you have in here and in here, you're actually doing your clients and your prospects a disservice. So not doing a video is actually hurting your clients. And that's a hopefully something that you can use as an impetus to actually do something that frightens you. I didn't like until this week, I refused, not refused, well, in my, I refused to do it because I didn't think I could. I didn't think I could call people. I didn't think I could try to sell them stuff. But Monday morning, I had a wonderful meeting with someone who helped me with some of the inner language I was using, and I started calling. And you know what? It's been a ton of fun, but I was so afraid of what these people would say that I didn't actually do it. 
right? So, so Chip, yeah, do you want critics using makeup analogy? There you go. I don't wear makeup. I never did. I didn't grow up with it and uh, because of the church that I belong to. Um, and, and the rules that, that, that was the rules of the house. You don't, you don't wear makeup. And when I left that church in my mid thirties, I don't know if you've ever tried this, but try going into Sephora in your mid thirties, having no idea what to talk about. Like I've heard, I know that there's foundation and mascara and beyond that I'm kind of lost. Um, and it was just, it was a little bit too much. So there's an inner critic for me that's saying, well, I'm not, I can't go in there because it's just, it's just too embarrassing. They're going to think poorly of me. They're going to think I'm weird. And so I don't go ahead and do something. Now, at the end of the day, I have really good skin because I've never worn makeup. So I don't have any desire to do it. But that was another reason why I didn't do videos. For the long, for years, I didn't do videos. Because I look at other women and they have beautiful hair and they have beautiful makeup and they look great. And I didn't know how to do that. I'm a very low maintenance person. And so I didn't, I didn't, because I didn't know how to do it because I was too embarrassed, problem number one, and then I didn't do video, right? I didn't allow my message to get out there. And now that I don't care about those things, I don't care if people, you know, say, oh, you know, Rebecca, you should, uh, you should show up and, and, you know, do something with your hair and maybe, you know, slap on a little bit of makeup. I mean, if that's what's stopping you from listening to me, then you're not my peer, you're not my person. Tell you a little story. Um, and this is a terrible story and actually happened to, um, to my mother when, um, because she went into this religion in her early forties and my father used to run a $4 billion steel company and they went to a party. And so this is after my mother, of course, stopped wearing makeup. And, uh, and, and so they were standing, imagine, so this is at a party and I don't know if it was on bridal path, but something like that. So at a really hoity toity kind of a place. Um, and there are all these people standing in a circle and my mother had stopped wearing makeup. Now, my mom used to sell makeup. And so it was a big thing for her to stop. She was wearing a beautiful gown. Again, it was a black tie affair. And this woman reached over and slapped her right across the face and said, you needed more color. And I was just like, whoa. Like, A, that's assault. But B, you want to talk about wanting to take a critic and punch him in the face with a chair. I mean, like, I want to go back and find that lady, you know, and, uh, and give her a little bit of her own medicine. Um, but you know, my, my mom just, she, she said, um, I don't need that kind of color. And she turned and she walked away. Like talk about balls. You know, my, my, my mom has like serious girl balls to have been able to, to go ahead and do that. And it never stopped her, right? It just solidified her beliefs in what she was doing because of, you know, the, the negative nature of that thing. And she, that, like that didn't stop her. And she just kept on going and, and continues to this day to believe uh, that that is the way to live. And that's fine. You know, if that's, if that's how she wants to live and it brings her, you know, joy to her heart, then, then she should do that. Right. So, so our critics, so again, if you don't have critics, you're playing it too safe. Now I'm not suggesting we all go out there and get assaulted by people like my mom, unfortunately went through, um, but don't be afraid of someone disagreeing with you. It's your opportunity to have a conversation. It's your opportunity not to defend your position, but to explain your position. Um, and the, the second part of critics is that no one has ever built statues for critics. They've only built the statues to inventors, creators, and the brave. And so if someone's coming at you because of something that you have said, look at what they're doing. Are they actually creating? Do they have a leg to stand on? Or, or do they just have so much fear inside themselves that seeing you do something actually makes them feel bad about themselves? And most often, especially the most vitriolic critics, especially the ones 
that passive aggressively talk about you online, those are the ones that are that that uh, that have the most fear. David, you don't wear makeup either. No way. That's awesome. Well, listen. If ever, maybe we can get together and we can. <laughs> We can all do a tutorial. Karen has promised, Karen on my team has promised to show me how it's never happened. <laughs> I'll probably still be hopeless. But you know what I did one day? I went into Sephora and I actually bought $700 worth of makeup. And then I just all went back. I didn't realize it expired. It did. I didn't know what to do with it. We move on. So the next time you're afraid of doing something, the next time you're thinking, oh, like I really want to shoot a video. I want to make a call. I want to do something new in my business or in your personal life or in your community and you're stopping yourself because you think someone's gonna talk about it. First of all, that's in your head. It's not naturally gonna happen. And even if it does, remember, someone else's criticism usually comes because they have fear, they have a problem, and it's not yours to fix. So there's a great book. Um, if you like the four agreements, there's another one called The Fifth Agreement, and it said you should listen with respect but with criticism. So even if your critics come out of the woodwork, they especially love the armchair warriors to you know, on online, love to come and make comments and stuff like that. You know what? Listen with respect. You don't have to go after them. You don't have to debase yourself to their level, but you also do not have to absorb their baggage. You don't have to take their poison. You don't have to make it part of you. So one of the things, I think it's in Eckhart Tolle's book called A New Earth, or it could be also Michael Singer's book, which is called The Untethered Soul. Two amazing books. It talks about allowing life to flow through you. Don't let things stick to you. If they stick to you, they're going to continue to kind of come up and they're going to hurt you again and again and again. So if you have, if someone has said something to you in the past and you keep regurgitating it and you think about it at night when you're driving your car or whatever, you're actually continuing to hurt yourself. That critic isn't thinking about you anymore, but the fact that you're allowing that poison to continue to bubble up, it's going to hurt you. And that's going to stop you from doing something productive. It's going to stop you from doing something helpful. And remember, it's not just you that suffers. It's the people who need you the most that aren't hearing your message that are also being disserviced. So forget the armchair critics. They ain't getting a statue. And if you have them, consider it a success. Because if you've got critics, it means you're doing something, you're moving the dial, and you're challenging people to think differently. So I hope you found this helpful. If you love it, share it. If you have comments, uh, post below. <laughs> and if you don't wear makeup, you can join the No Makeup Brigade, ladies and gentlemen, all of the above. Um, you know, because who cares? Like, really? Who cares? I wish I had this who cares attitude when I was in my 20s. It would have saved me so much grief. And with my kids, I try, if there's anything I try to get them to do, is to worry only about what's in their hearts and in their heads and not about what anyone else says about them. All right? So if you're worried right now about other people, I want you to stop. Picture them if you want. Getting punched in the face with a chair feels really great. And then just move on. Don't give them any airspace because you're taking airspace away from yourself and your ability to be awesome and then some. All right. Have a great Friday afternoon. I'll peace in with you guys later. Take care.